All right, welcome back to the Fresh Cakes podcast. Um, we actually recorded this episode yesterday, but uh, I had a little surprise for our uh, birthday boy, Fresh. In case you guys didn't know, it was his birthday this past week, and uh, I, I just um, got a look at form, and I'm going to play it for all of you guys now, and then you're going to hear what he has to, yeah, and then you're going to get to hear it, his reaction to it. So uh, here we go. Hey, Doug, what's up? Jonathan Papelbon here, 2007 world champ with the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox all-time saves leader, Phillies all-time saves leader, six-time all-star, and I want to tell you happy birthday, my friend. Uh, Adrian also wants me to tell you to uh, keep it on the Fresh Cakes podcast. It's the best podcast out there, apparently. So, uh, And one last thing, you know it, Yankees suck. Happy birthday, Doug. A what? That's amazing, dude. That's so cool. I don't even know what to say. That was so awesome, dude. And smart. Let's go. I'm like tearing up, dude. That's crazy. As you guys can tell, if you couldn't hear, uh, Jonathan Pappelbaum is a fan of Fresh Kicks podcast. So uh, with that, we'll get into uh, the episode right now. Oh, dude, I, you're the best. That was fucking, I'm like literally tearing up. That was so fucking smart, dude. Welcome back to the Fresh Cakes podcast. I'm Fresh. This is Pancakes. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, I can hear in the tone of your voice, uh, maybe not your favorite episode. Do you want to run through it and then I'll let you kick it off, obviously? Yeah, uh, I guess today, Fresh, we're going to be talking about probably my least favorite thing that we've ever had to talk about on the podcast. Uh, the Hurricanes getting swept by the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, that is, and uh, the Celtics. And they're, they're you know, making, um, making it difficult for the Heat. Yeah, they are. They're, uh... Well, I'll give you my opinions on that soon, but better news for me than you. I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, obviously this is your topic, so I'm going to let you kick this off with uh, with my apologies. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. I feel your pain now. You know, the, this is the team that eliminated the Bruins. It is. Um, it is rough. Worried me when I saw that, and if you go back to earlier episodes, I literally <laughs> said, I was like, I'm not looking forward playing Florida yeah uh the Hurricanes didn't even win a game I mean they just got swept and I mean sure they gave them a run for their money or they made it rough on them you know like all of those games I think except for the last one right went to overtime like game one went to the four overtime game two went to overtime game three didn't go to overtime that was just a one zero game and then this final game where they got swept uh catch up t catch up scored in the last five seconds dude the last five seconds to clinch game four. T catch it, man. Who knew? The guy's a killer, man. You know, I, on some level, you have to respect it, but obviously, neither of us have any reason to to like him at all. But, at all. Um, yeah, crazy series. I mean, even the games that it didn't go to overtime. I mean, like you said, there was five overtime periods over four games, um, and then a one nothing game, and then a game where they scored with five seconds left. So it was a hell of a series. It wasn't like typical sweep that you would think of as a sweep but they right and they took both of our our teams down it's rough well i can't help but to think you know and i hate like a like a would have could have should have situation but i can't help but think um would have been different if svechnikov was healthy you know because yeah. we really lacked on scoring there uh, we could have really used him and then the biggest what if i think about fresh um is why did the blackhawks have to win a random game in april to beat the penguins to let the panthers into the playoffs because they really didn't even belong there they weren't going to make the playoffs until 
the Blackhawks randomly beat the Penguins in April. Yeah, it's crazy how that stuff works out. One little thing, you know, I feel like we would have just steamrolled the Penguins. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that. I think if – I don't like I said, I don't know. How does a team not even, like, really do well enough in the regular seasons that they only made the playoffs literally because – the worst team in hockey happened to beat the Penguins on a random night. And now they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. That's why people always say, like, playoff hockey is just a different animal. It's just like, we've talked about this a little bit before. It's almost like a different sport. It's just like, they already lay everything out on the line, but now it's like with reckless abandon, with no fear for their own safety. Like, it's just a crazy intense game in the playoffs. And I guess that style worked for Florida's, you know, for their guys. It is what it is. but it, it, They have a hot goalie, too. Like, on top of, you know, when you get a hot goalie in the playoffs, man, like, that's just uh, another beast to fight with, too. Yeah, and that's coaching, right? Because we talked about during the Bruins series when the Bruins were beating them in the series before they came back and won. Lion, Lion, you know, yeah. we were beating their other goalie. He switched to Bobrovsky. It was Bobrovsky, right? I believe so. Yeah, and... um that kind of changed everything. They went with the more veteran guy, and the guy's been standing on his head since then, winning series. They beat the Maple Leafs, too, an insanely good team. Um, so they literally went through, like, the toughest possible schedule to get to where they are. You know, being the eighth seed, they had to beat the top three seeds in the East, and they did it, and not even, I mean, our our thing went seven games, but maple leaves weren't much of a thing you guys put up i would say a bigger fight than the maple leaves even though it only went four games they were four hellish games um but He's we'll see insane we'll dude see. that goalie yeah. i just can't get over it. I, i'm looking right now at the box score for that final game and his save like percentage is 0.923 that's ridiculous like we couldn't buy a goal from him yeah. so that's like 92.3 percent. that's amazing like um so we'll see. I almost wanted Vegas to win because I'd be—I would have been curious if what the Panthers just went through. Even again, even in the sweep, it was a rough sweep. Um, would they have anything left in the tank for the Stanley Cup? But now they have extra time to rest. They're just waiting on if Dallas wins another game. They're sitting pretty, just hanging out. Who do you think's gonna get that series? Do you think Dallas is gonna come back? Because Vegas just needs to win one more game. I don't think so. I, I, you know. Vegas has our previous coach, um, which is a little annoying that they're about to go to the Stanley Cup Finals, but he's kind of an asshole. You know, he doesn't necessarily have the best way of coaching. We had players that left, um, went back to, like, Czechoslovakia for a year and then came back when that our, that coach left. But obviously he's a good coach. I mean, we had success with him. We just hated him. Um, but I hate Dallas more basically because of Tyler Sagan, so, you know, who was a former Bruin, and he's just a menace and an asshole. And, we were, you know, I remember what a sigh of relief it was for Boston to get rid of him. And he was a really good player, but not the type of guy you want on your team. Dallas doesn't seem to care about that. And, but I don't know. 3 1 is no, tough. They're to come Dallas, out from. dude. They're, yeah. Their fans are throwing trash on the ice. Yeah. You, you remember when you, you sent me that? Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. And this is why I told you, I was like, uh, Fresh, you have to remember most people that are Dallas Stars fans are also Cowboys fans. So do with that information what you will. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, can't wait for football to come back, first of all. But, uh, well, you know, we got to see this thing through. But, um, yeah, Cowboys fans, 
weird fan base. I don't know. Like, for, I feel like half of them are not from Dallas. They just liked the team in the '90s or something. But um, no, it's got to be Golden Knights. It would. It's just. I don't know. Think about uh, like hockey places. You'd want to see like maybe a Canadian team, maybe a Northeast team, maybe a Michigan team. But Vegas, the desert, and Florida, the tropics. <laughs> like if that's the two teams in the in the Stanley Cup Finals. Interesting. Good for them. Good for good for hockey. I think you made that argument. I think it's great argument. for hockey. Yeah, I think it's great for hockey. Yeah. What were you saying about um, Carolina? They were like putting up ice rinks and stuff, even though it was like a small market team. Yeah, they did a lot for youth hockey here and to grow the sport in this state. So to look at like the hockey presence in the state now compared to like before the franchise came in, I mean, it's just night and day. So yeah. I, I so think it's great cool. for the sport. For places like Vegas and Florida. Yeah. I do think that is pretty cool. Um, feel bad for your guys. I understand what you're saying about Svatch. We had Hampus Lindholm. We found out after his foot, he was playing on a broken foot, led the National Hockey League in plus minus, meaning like goals scored while he's on the ice versus goals scored against you. So led the entire league in that. Obviously a pretty phenomenal player. So you wonder about that too, but um, it's over now. doesn't matter anymore, does it? Uh, not until, not until yeah. fall. Not until the fall, but um, <clears throat> next year should be interesting. Bruins have a lot, a lot, a lot, lot of questions to be answered. Is Bergeron retiring? Is Krejci retiring? Should they retire? Are they a step slow this year when it gets that late in the season um, or more injury prone? I think we have more questions than you guys. I think probably you guys are better than us next year, but we'll see. You know, a lot to, yeah. lot to happen in, in the meantime. Um, but I want to talk about curses. Because we were <laughs> we were cursed, and the Celtics were down 0-3 in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat. Rough, right? Were the two seed there, the seven seed, I think, or the yeah. eight seed? They were had to they, yeah, lost their first playing game, but they were high enough seed that they got a second playing game, won that, backed their way into the playoffs. So again. Florida, two Florida teams, very similar, like literally stumbled their way into the playoffs by accident almost. And they almost swept the Celtics. We won game four in Miami. Go back to the to the Boston Garden, and it's like, well, we have a losing record in the playoffs at the Boston Garden. You know, we've talked about that, the Curse Garden. How's this going to go? But they pulled it off last night. Great win. Four starters with over 21 points. It was like a real team effort it wasn't just like Tatum or Jalen Brown going off it was like really everyone got involved pretty awesome to see so halfway to history no one has ever come back from an 0-3 deficit in uh in any part of the playoffs not just Eastern Conference Finals oh and 150 when you're down by three games um what do you think about that any chance I I told I'm gonna tell you what I think I told you the other night I said hey the Red Sox did it at one point came down, so it would make sense for the Celtics to do it, you know? Yeah, and we've been talking about that. I love that Marcus Smart said about the, you know, don't let us get one, because I was a Kevin Millar, was the first baseman for the Red Sox in, in 04 when we came back from 03 for the first time in baseball history to beat the Yankees. Um, <clears throat> and actually, after that quote, he said we never lost a game. We beat, we won four straight against the Yankees, and then we swept the Cardinals to win the, the World Series. So... I love that they're they're taking that mantra on, you know, tomorrow night you win one in Miami, you go home to Boston, game seven. Game seven, you know. yeah. So tomorrow night is a big test. But 
but I, I've seen some people make this point, and I agree with it. A lot of these teams that go down 0-3 are more in Miami's shoes. Like, they're not the two-seed or the one-seed. They're the seven-seed or the eight-seed, right? Yeah. That, if they even do force a game seven, that's a road game for them. Boston's in this weird situation where they're the better team but went down 0-3. But if they do get to game seven, that is a home game for them. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that means anything. Boston's the more talented team. It's just like, can they keep it together? You know, their their coach is like thirty four years old. You know what I mean? He's like your age, basically coaching him. Hey, I'm not thirty four. I'm not even thirty yet. So uh, don't even. Don't I even mean, put me in that. Closer to you than me. I'm, I'm ashamed to say, but um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Miami's coaches phenomenal right and um yeah the Celtics have had it rough they've had like I think it's three coaches in three years with all this talent you hope that doesn't like ruin what could be a dynasty because the last coach um he had some you know some behind the scenes fussiness with uh some lady that was in the organization or something it's kind of like hush hush a little bit but um so he was a really good coach but he he fucked up so he's gone. So now we're just get this new coach. Boom. So hopefully that doesn't affect their dynasty. Hopefully it wasn't like they could have won with like a more experienced coach. But we'll see, man. You got to win one game at a time. Beat Miami. Yeah. Coaches can only do so much sometimes, you know, like you, in certain situations, you just really need your veteran players to step up. And I think that, you know, like now that Boston's really like under pressure right now, they're actually like starting to versus like it's like you, like you watch those earlier games. You're like, what is happening out there? It's just Jimmy Buckets, you know? Yeah. Well, the Celtics are a very young team. Their stars are like, I think, 25 and 26 or 25 and 24. Um, that's a little young. They do have veteran guys on there. Al Horford is older than their head coach, you know? Um, <laughs> so, you know, and Marcus Smart, who we affectionately call Greenman because um, he has green hair, Um he, he saw this thing. He like took the coach's chair in the huddle at one point, and, like sat down and started like, you know, hyping up the team because he's a veteran leader for the team as well. So you love to see things like that, like veteran players stepping up. Will it mean anything? I don't know. One game in Miami to force a game seven to have history on the line. You got to. I want that just because for you, obviously, and I don't want to see another Florida team go to, you know, anything special. So, yeah, I'm out here with a. Uh... I don't know. A vendetta, I guess, against all Florida teams now. Florida can't take us both out, right? You know, Florida no. teams are the same. Florida teams. But twice in two different sports, you know, because the Florida team took, you know, both the Canes and the Bruins out, and we can't have that in basketball, you know. Yeah. Florida team doing Weird that. symmetry, too. Like, you were a two seed, we're a two seed, they're an eight seed, mm-hmm. Florida's an eight seed. Like, interesting how that, that wound up. But um, we'll see, man. History on the line. So what do you think about this? This is the big debate. Now, if you are the Celtics, all the pressure's been on you. You're down 0-3. It's, it'd be embarrassing to get swept. They 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 stave that off. Now they won a second game. If you're on the Heat, does the pressure swing back to you? Like, oh my God, if they win this game, like we're staring down the first team in history. Or do you think the pressure's still on Boston because it's an elimination game for them? I th- I think it's um, both actually. I think with the Heat now, you know, like winning two games like that and they're going, pushing down, and Boston has that momentum. I think that the Heat might, I, I would be getting a little bit nervous if I was a Heat fan, like, oh shit, like is Boston about to like pull this off? And if any team was going to pull this off, it would be Boston. So like, I'd be nervous. And at the same time, Boston, 
you have to win two games in a row. So, right, it's still win or go home for them. So there's always yeah. pressure from that. I do see the logic of like, oh my god, what if we let this happen? Type of thing, and that can kind of get in your head. Jimmy buckets, aka Jimmy Butler. Well, his real name is Jimmy Butler. Um, basically, guaranteed a game six win. And they are at home, so that's that's working against us. But we'll see, man. They're kind of becoming the teams that they were in the regular season. You know, the Heat are shooting three pointers more at in the last two games, at about their rate from the regular season. They were not a good three point shooting team, and the Celtics are shooting higher in the last two games, which is about their regular. Like they're becoming the teams they were right now. So that, that bodes well for the Celtics. When the Celtics are knocking down their threes, they win. Yeah. I mean, that's just like pretty much fact for them. Like when they have like when they're hitting their threes, they almost always win. I think it's like, yeah, if they shoot 40 percent, they're undefeated. If they shoot under 35 percent, they have not won a single game. You know, and there may be a kind little of crazy. in between. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. But um, so that should be really interesting, man. We'll see. I, I you know, like waiting. I wish it was tomorrow already. And we'll see what happens with with all of that. But um yeah, that's kind of it on that. That's, uh, you know, we need 20 cc's of better teams, apparently. <laughs> but, <you Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So I'm going to follow that up with this because we're both super excited for football, especially college football. Oh, yeah. Um, and NFL as well. But um, so we had this article on 24-7 Sports that Penn State and Michigan had the two best atmospheres in the Big Ten. What do you think about that? I mean, obviously, that's accurate reporting, phenomenal reporting. Phenomenal. 10 out of 10 on journalism there. I I agree 100%. And uh, the only thing I really disagreed with was, like, the teams they picked for the SEC, which were LSU and Alabama. I think that there are other teams in the SEC that have just the exact same level of atmosphere or even better. You know, it really just depends. Yeah, no bias. Um, Yeah, and then... um, but yeah, I, I can agree with that. But let's agree that on the Big Ten one, it was perfect, perfectly, perfect. <laughs> perfectly chosen. Yeah, because those are our two teams. And uh, you know, with the whiteout and everything like that, the Penn State does. I agree. Yeah, I don't love when we talked about this briefly. I don't love that we're doing the whiteout against Iowa this year in Week Four. It seems like early to do I it. I love it. I love it because that means you're not doing it against Michigan. So. I know, and I guess like. Maybe they're like, we've done it against Michigan probably a couple times. Like, maybe that's why they're doing it against Iowa. But, like, you know, our heads are starting to get to football. We will be talking about baseball, too. Um, the podcast is kind of following. Maybe this is – you're the same way. But for me, it's like I usually get through the playoffs, NBA and NHL, before I really dig into baseball further. Um, yeah. So I think that our podcast will probably kind of mimic that. And, and it just sounds like you're agreeing with that. So – yeah, baseball, more on baseball to come, football stuff. You know, there's the DeAndre Hopkins thing, we'll say briefly, because there's not that much news. The Cardinals released him. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Patriots are on, like, a short list of six or so teams that would be going after him. We need a receiver really badly. So, fingers crossed that next week I'm celebrating uh, DeAndre Hopkins as a Patriot. But we'll see. You know, you never know with old Bill Belichick, man. The guy oh, does Bill. what he wants. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Do you have anything to add? Any curveballs or anything for me? No, no curveballs. I, I was going to have a curveball for you, but uh, I think I'll have to wait till the next episode. So okay. I'll just let you uh, stay thinking about that until until next time. 
All right, so now I have to be nervous about that for yeah. a week. So yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not nervous enough about Game Six tomorrow in Miami, so that's good. yeah. Um, You're welcome. But um, leprechauns and clovers and all things green go Celtics, and uh, that's it for me, man. You want to ready to ready break? Yeah, you want me to start it? I don't know. This is a tough debate because if I start it, do I jinx the Celtics, or if you I'll start, start it, it, I'll start it. I'll start it. Because okay. I, I have good faith, you know, it's a good faith start, you know. It's a good faith start. Yeah. Okay, I'll take All it. Right. Ready? Break. Break. All right. Maybe. Are you going to maybe. We always do too. Go yeah, ahead. we always good. do too. Let me go. Let me go in heavy here. Ready? Break. Break. Maybe closer. We'll see. Maybe closer. We'll see. Maybe it's way off. We'll see. You maybe know? it's way off. You never know. Green things, clovers, leprechauns. Green things, clovers, leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs>